Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Hey ladies, what's going on? I hope you're having the best day ever. Coming at you with another episode, four ways to level up your form to see better results. Now I did a live training in our community the other day and they absolutely loved it in terms of like just getting to the next level with their form and technique and understanding the little things that make a big difference. And so the first thing that I wanna go over is that the fact that I used to be that person in the gym that was totally overwhelmed when it came to weight training. So I started off doing like glute bridges in the stairway at the YMCA because I didn't want anyone to see me. I was like that cardio bunny, the person that would find like the corner and do all the workouts. And now I'm the person in like the squat rack deadlifting, right? So definitely a little bit of a transition from where we started to where we got to today. And there's four different reasons or four different ways or things that I worked on that really allowed me to transition from being the person that was in the stairwell, you know, doing the glute bridges wrong, I might add, um, with a lot of back pain and not a lot of glute development drove me nuts. I literally did glute bridges for like two or three years and never saw any progress. And uh, that shit hurts. Okay, that shit hurts. I still think about it every day. And I'm like, why? So that's where we kind of started. And then as I got into weight training, got more so into uh, machines, which machines are also great. But then the problem is, is that if you focus so much on machines, you then get into like the problem where when you start to squat, deadlift, row, all these things, you're going to notice that you don't get the best engagement. And you find that there's a lot of like little muscles and little like, you know, ligaments and joints and all these things that uh, once you take them out of a plane of motion. So for example, if you're like on a leg extension, it's pretty standard. It's you know, you move your legs back, you move your legs forward. When you do a squat, your knees, your hips, your core, your back, everything has to be engaged in order for the movement to go well. And so when you go from these like really isolated movements to more of like a dynamic movement, it gets a little bit trickier. And so these are four things that helped me um, level up to the point where I felt confident doing these lifts and performing these to the best of my ability. Okay. So the first one is, is um, basically we want to look at our alignment. Okay. So proper body positioning for your balance and joints, looking at your proper alignment, you know, when you do a lunge, do your knees hurt? Okay. Well, are your knees tracking over your toes, like over your second toe, your knees in alignment with your ankle and your foot, or is your knee tracking inward and it's totally doing its own thing? right? When you're doing your rows, are your elbows going way too far up and you're not really engaging your back as well as you could? When you do your ab exercises, are you feeling your back more than you're feeling your core? Um, you know, are you advancing yourself to a intermediate or advanced style workout when you're really a beginner? Like it really just depends. Or maybe you're like intermediate just starting off um, and you keep doing all these like crazy advanced movements. And it's like, well, why? Right? Like you're trying to do an overhead clean and press. And meanwhile, you don't even know how to do a shoulder press properly. And so understanding that as you get more and more advanced, it really just comes down to one lifting more weight, but really it's just a master of the foundations. And so proper alignment is the, is mastering your foundations because when things are in proper alignment, you're better able to engage certain muscles and you're able to activate them better. 
um, which means you're able to build them better, which means you're able to see more results, get stronger, and eventually move up into other lifts. Okay. Also, it's just really important for like ligament and joint health. Um, obviously, no one here wants to get hurt. No one here wants to be injured. And so understanding like what those safety precautions look like so that you're able to hit the next level is very important because otherwise you're just going to keep pushing yourself and then you're going to get say like you go for a run, you get shin splints, or you're doing like squats and your knee hurts or you're doing planks and your back hurts. It's probably just because there is some kind of like improper alignment rather than like, you know, your knees are hereditarily an issue, which by the way, guys, knee pain isn't hereditary. So if you guys need like clarification on that, shoot me a message, but it's not hereditary. Okay. Breathing. So the role of controlled breathing in exercise performance is the next one. Okay. So breathing is super important. And I think the biggest thing that you need to understand with breathing is breathing is very, very important because when you are exercising, if you've ever heard of, if you're on the live stream and you've seen this, whenever you breathe in, or you breathe out. It's it's always been this rule of like, well, when you're on the hardest part of the workout, you breathe out. And then when you're on the easier part, you breathe in. And that's just not necessarily true. Like, yes, I find it does help. But realistically, as long as your core is braced, you're able to really breathe throughout the entire movement. And holding your breath is probably one of the worst things that I see happen throughout um, or people breathing too much and they let go of their like engagement. They let go of like their bracing, they let go of their core. And then they're like, you know, wobbling all over the place, um, which kind of gives us into our third one, which is core engagement. So activating and maintaining your core is going to enhance all your exercises. And so with uh, breathing and with core engagement, they kind of go hand in hand. But I think a lot of people get like sucking in and breathing very it's very different than bracing. So bracing, you're actually making your rib cage bigger and expanding outside. Like you're basically pushing against uh, your rib cage, or like if you have a belt, you're pushing against your belt. Um, whereas like with, you know, sucking in, you're sucking in and you're holding in, but bracing is really trying to create that intra-abdominal pressure so that you're able to um, solidify and basically stabilize your pelvis, uh, make sure that your spine is good, like nice and safe. And so that when you go to lift the weight, you're not getting hurt. And so on understanding that like sucking in and like breathing is different than bracing. Bracing, even when you're breathing, you should be able to still be braced. So for example, how you brace is you breathe in through your nose. Okay. You should deep breath in, then you're going to breathe out, deep breath in again. And then essentially the next time you do it, you just want to like blow air out, but you're doing it very quickly. And you're going to notice that your core kind of engages. And you're also going to notice that your pelvis tucks. Okay. So as you breathe out, it's like, and you'll hear people do that at the gym. And it's funny because everyone who like doesn't lift laughs, but everyone who like knows is like, oh shit, they're going to lift some heavy shit. So as they breathe out, you're going to notice that your core engages. Um, and that's really going to lock everything in. Now, the goal is to make yourself like bigger. It's not really to make yourself tinier. And so, you know, sometimes it can get a little uncomfortable when you're, I guess, like doing videos or if like you're doing form videos, you're like, well, like my core looks so like blocky or it looks so braced or it looks so you know, big, but that's the point because we want to make sure that we're able to lift heavy and create that stable environment for your midsection. And so understanding that is super, super important. And now once your core is braced, you're still able to breathe in and out whenever you want. And so that's why I say bracing and breathing are different because as you start to lift heavier and heavier, 
all of these practices are things that you can practice now, but there's going to be a moment. And I said this on the other training as well, where like you get to the bar and it's finally heavy enough that you have to utilize all this and you're going to go to pick it up and you're going to go, oh shit, Sam told me about all these four things. And you're going to have to remember them in like four seconds before you pick up the bar. Otherwise you'd be like, my back hurts or like, you know, my shoulders aren't feeling very good. Or like, you know, normally you get a few reps in, but you're like, I probably could have done that cleaner. And that's normally where that comes into place is the fact that um, there just gets to be a point where you don't have a choice but to do these anymore. Like once you lift a certain amount of weight, you just have to do this. Otherwise you're going to get hurt or you just can't pick up the weight, right? Like there's going to be a point where like, I can't pick that up. And so you have to get better and stronger in order to do that. The last one, and then I have a bonus one for you is range of motion. So full range of motion for your in like flexibility and for your muscle activation is super important. Okay. So understanding that full range of motion is going to give you tenfold the results of like partial range of motion. I love that there's all these like, you know, one quarter cast glute bridges and all this shit out there. But the thing is, is that like, if you can't do a proper hip thrust, if you can't do a proper like squat, you can't do a proper deadlift, like all these kind of things, bench press, all this stuff. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, it's like you need to learn your range of motion first, like a full range of motion and how to actually do like a full squat and a and a solid row and a solid push up and a solid like all these things before you're really focusing on that level. Like the thing is, is like, I love that they're doing that, but you're looking at like an intermediate to advanced. You're like, well, if I want to look like that, then I have to do that. But the only reason why they're doing that is because that's where they're at right now getting to the next level. This is a very good point. This is going to be, this is going to solidify this. I think for those of you guys watching. Okay. So let me, let me just break this down. The people that you're watching that are advanced, they have goals. Their workouts are tailored towards those goals. They are not tailored towards getting to the physique that they have now. And so when you look at them and you follow their workouts, it doesn't normally make sense because they're pushing for their next level and you're pushing for where they are now. Does that make sense? So that's probably the easiest way I've ever explained it. And this is why like workouts online kind of drive me nuts. I do them every so often just to like give people like a bone kind of thing. But I normally tailor those workouts so that they're like beginner or intermediate friendly. I don't tailor them based on like what I do. Like what I do is like three or four sets of lunges and then like squats, deadlifts, hip thrusts. Like it's a heavy set. Like it's heavy leg days, right? And so like when you're trying like, so say you're like, Sam, your physique is where I want to get to or like roughly around there, like body weight wise, muscle, whatever. You wouldn't do the workouts I'm doing now to get to where I'm at now. You would do what I did before to get where I'm at now. Does that make sense? So understanding that also I think is super critical um, because their workouts that they're doing right now is probably not what got them where they're at. Um, So understanding that the foundations is what they built on. And so if you have your foundations, yeah, then go fuck around and do some things and whatever. But if you don't have your foundations built, there's no point of trying to do more advanced exercises because one, you're probably just going to feel defeated Two, it's going to be a lot harder for you. And you're probably not going to get as much engagement as you want. So even though you like quote unquote, do it, you don't do it to the level that you should be doing it at or getting the engagement that you should be getting it like from those exercises. So you see less progress, you're better off just like scaling it back a bit and then focusing on those fundamentals and seeing the progress that way. Like it really doesn't have to be fancy. And there's no like ticks, tricks or tips like for you to 
really scale to that next level other than just doing the work and like understanding what you're doing. And so like, if you want to look at like, well, what's the next level for me? And like, you know, I'm doing all these things, Sam, and I want to like level up and see, you know, better results and level up my form. Well, I would if I were you, I would for your next workout, go do like three sets of squats. If you can do dumbbell, awesome. If you can do barbell, even better. Um, I would do three sets of um, let me see three sets of I would do like a dumbbell bench press or I would do like a push up as as low as you can get it. Um, I would do like three sets of rows. I would do three sets of planks at 30 seconds a piece. And then I would do like three sets of shoulder press if you can do them. So we got squats and then three sets of lunges. And if you can do all of those with perfect form, eight, like eight to 10 reps, actually no, 15 reps, 15 reps with perfect form on all three sets. And you're able to increase the weight by five to 10 pounds and still see progress with those, like still able to feel the proper muscles, still able to, um, you know, get the full range of motion, still able to like level up everything then I would be like, go look at some of the more like intermediate to advanced workouts. But until you can do that, there's no point. It's kind of like putting the roof on before you put the foundation up. What's the point? Like it's really not going to stay. So realistically go do those. And then if that, like, if you crush that, I love that for you, then keep going. But if you don't, then it's probably a good idea. Like if anything feels funny, it's probably a good idea to work on your foundations first and then go from there instead of trying to do these like cast glute bridges and these like, you know, random shoulder press things that are like online now. There's like all these like random shit. Like people need to just chill out and just keep teaching the basics because that's exactly what works, right? Like the the whole like rookies, um, it, being a pro doesn't mean that you don't do the basics pros mean that you do the basics all the time or whatever that quote is. I suck with quotes. Let me see. We're going to get that rookies versus pro quote foundations. <laughs> That's not it. They gave me a makeup link. Oh, well, you guys get it. If you guys know what the link, if you guys know what the quote is, you can drop it down below. I'm good with it. You get what I mean though. And so understanding that basically doing that, everything is going to be based on those principles. So if you learn those really well, you're going to be able to level up. The other thing is, is that with lunges, if you can't do lunges, Lunges are a really big staple. um, And I find a really good test to see, you know, how strong your glutes are, how strong your calves are, how mobile your calves are, how tight your hip flexors are, all that kind of stuff. And so like, if you're having a hard time with lunges, I would focus on the next like four to six weeks of improving your lunges. And you're going to notice that you have so much more glute stability, core stability, leg strength, all those things. Um, And that's also going to help you see better results with your other lifts. Because even though you're doing like a squat or a deadlift, for example, or a bench press, anything that uses like both arms or both legs is really going to how do I word it? It's really going to push you in terms of weight. Those are the movements you normally like stack on the weight to push more of. But if you're not as strong individually, you're going to notice you have imbalances, which then are going to cost you when you go to put more weight on the bar because you're not going to be able to push as much because one side is way weaker than the other. So by keeping up with your unilateral exercises, so your one leg at a time, one arm at a time, those will help with your bilateral exercises, which is like your squats, deadlifts, uh, bench press, whatever. And then that way you're getting stronger in all your movements. Um, And yeah, and then you can kind of go from there. Uh, Last thing I'll say in terms of better results and form is that if you want to see more leg results, because I know a lot of you ladies want to grow your booties and all that kind of fun stuff, I almost said boobies, but uh, I really want to emphasize the fact that upper body training is so important. A lot of ladies have very weak upper bodies and very strong lower bodies naturally, which is great. But the thing is, is that 
to hold the weight, to be able to lift the bar, to be able to hold and engage so that you're able to actually lift more weight. You are going to need upper body strength in your back and your arms and your shoulders. So focusing on those exercises and really pushing those weights is going to be a really big change and help you so much in the next chapter of your training. Okay. So I hope this helped. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you got some value, drop some fire down below. Thanks so much for watching and then I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.